what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. You all know that I don't do a ton of interviews, and that's very intentional. Um, I love talking to people about their writing and about their books, and I'm very selective (laughs) around here. So you know if someone is showing up on the podcast with me, you better listen, you better pay attention. And today is definitely no exception to that. I'm excited to welcome the amazing Michelle Rockwood to the podcast. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Shana. Thank you for having me. And I did take note that you don't have many guests on your podcast, so I'm very honored. Thanks for having me Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just an intentional thing that has kind of shown up. And so I definitely talk to a lot of people who want to come and, um, yeah, I, it's nice to be in this position to kind of like pick who gets to come and play with you. So thank you for coming and play with us. Um, I want to tell you all a little bit about Michelle and then I'm, we're going to dive right in, um, because she has some amazing things to share and an amazing book that is um, coming out very soon. So Michelle Rockwood helps coaches sell their amazing programs. She particularly loves to focus and work with heart-centered, like these people who are just mission-driven, they want to help others. And she loves to help them in when they're in the process of like almost finishing or about to finish or have just finished their coach certification or training, because that's where she really thrives. And I say this from experience. I have been under and worked with Michelle on selling and hands down, it is the game changer. Like if I didn't learn what Michelle teaches, my life would be in a very different place. My business would be in a very different place. So your bio is like my personal life (laughs) in my business life. So like learning how to sell in the ways that Michelle teaches, um, that, you know, we all have a lot of baggage around the ideas of selling, but Michelle does it and shows us and talks to us in a very special way. And she has an amazing book coming out that is going to give all the details about it. And I'm just so excited um, for her to be here and to share her amazing um, joyful selling book. That's the title, which I love. So Michelle, welcome. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. I love um, hearing your like kind of how you came to doing this work. Um, That's always fun for me to hear, even though I've heard it multiple times. So why don't we start there? Well, what's so wonderful is that you have been a big part of how I came to doing this work. So it's so special to talk to you. And as you talked about who who I work with, right? It's these non-salesy coaches and service providers that sales makes them want to hurl and go running down the street screaming. Right. But these are the people who have oftentimes the most to share, the most to give, and their intentions are so pure and beautiful. And there's nobody helping them. I, mm. I, uh, I often put, um, I teach feminine sales. And right away when I put that up, uh, men reach out and they say, what is that? Is that mm. the opposite of bro marketing? Yes. nailed it nailed it a hundred percent but yes this book is a labor of love it came about after years of teaching heart-centered coaches how to sell learning from and with individuals like you Shana was actually one of the first uh the first sales calls I took we worked together at the body mind coaching program with Laura Wick and I remember that sales call with you like I do so many 
and hosting sales calls that people remember for the rest of their lives and making it a spiritual experience is is my jam. And I, I remember, I literally remember I was in a parking lot. Um, it was, I don't know why I was in a parking lot, but I so often find myself, you know, taking calls in my my minivan because I have three children. And it was in a pet PetSmart parking lot, taking that <laughs> call it. with you. Love so it. it's it's so special and it's so wonderful to be able to share heart-centered sales this way, how to create uh, that client coaching partnership and how to set yourself up for success um, throughout the way. So it was pretty intentional in the way I, I chose to set about writing this book. Right. I mean, it, and, and I think your what I'm going to, uh, everyone's going to love about this book is like, it's not, it, it is just you putting everything you have from the inside and all the amazing things you've learned and how you help people. Like it's in this book. Like, that is what is so cool about people who write books like this, where it's this mix of your, it's kind of a collage, right? This beautiful, your journey, your story, how you support people, but the, the intention and the why behind it. And here's the thing, like the type, the way this book I know is written and what you're talking about, the idea of joyful selling, the fact that Michelle can remember a sales call, this was like 2018, I think, like, it's been a minute. <laughs> and I, on the receiving end, I remember that call. I know where I was. I know what I was doing. I know how I felt because of that connection that Michelle had. So this book, like for those of you who are like, what do you know, I'm, maybe I'm a coach, I'm a leader, I'm a business owner. That thing and way that you approach your craft, like I want Michelle to talk about that, like how she was able to bring this forward in a book as a labor of love. Of course it always is, but I just want everyone to hear that's the magic. And it probably feels kind of like, this is just what I do. Right, Michelle? Like, tell me, I'll use one of your words. Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline on this book, it's called joyful selling, um, a better way to yes for heart centered coaches. Mm. And I love the, I wanted to title it a better way to yes. Right? And so we ended up like through multiple iterations at this, which I love the title and I love that tagline because mm -hmm. there are many ways to get to yes and yeah. there are and they work. And so this is not saying that other ways don't work, but they typically don't work for heart-centered coaches. Yeah. And as you know, of course, with your amazing clients, if it's not aligned, it's not happening. Right. And so when we're such heart-centered coaches, when we're heart such heart-centered authors and service providers, and then suddenly there's this huge disconnect between with sales, we fail to launch. So yes, with this process, I was really, you know, I've been saying this th these things for so many years, right? It's been five years. And so a lot of writing this book, Shana, was honestly like very selfish of me because I couldn't say the thing another time without falling over. Right. And I, right. And I, and so, and it was losing and it was so magical. And the work that we've done over the past five years has been so magical and so life-changing to so many that it was going to be a tragedy if I just stopped and couldn't say the thing again. And so a part of me was like, I have to get this down in a way that's so succinct I struggle often to find the words in spoken language. And so to sit down and to use my journalism skills, I was a journalism major and I wrote for years. 
and to be able to say it in a way that people can resonate with really quickly mm-hmm. was magic and so selfish of me. So now whenever I work with anyone, I say, go read the book and then let's talk. Before you do my course, read the book and then I'll give you access. Yes. yes? Yeah. So it's really nice. It's selfish so many- and wonderful. I love it. And I love, so there's so many things that you just said. So one uh, let's lean into that like selfish part. Like, so you really felt like I am saying the same thing over and over again. Right. And it's in, it's scattered everywhere, right? Like you've got it in emails, you've got it in social media posts, you've got it in PDFs that you've created, right? You've got it in your course content. What it, why did that like talk about why did it feel so just duh, I've got to put this in this book. Like talk about that process and that transition. And because you're not alone in that so many people have so many, I call them word assets, right? Like they're everywhere. Yes, but yet bringing it to the book is, you know, there's a, it's, it's interesting what shows up. Yeah. Yeah. And you've really taught me this over the years. Like a blog can be a book. This is like, all of this is your book and taking it and putting it together. I knew the journey mentally that a service provider, a coach, or anyone who's selling really needs to go through before they learn the five-step sales process. Mm -hmm. And they need to trust me. They need to trust themselves. They need to understand the psychology behind it. There's so much. And you can do that in a nine-month coaching program. You can do that in a six-month coaching program. But for folks that have already graduated a coaching program, or for folks that I don't have the honor of working with them for that long in that intimate of a situation, we, there needs to be a level of, of trust. And I want them to be able to see themselves in that book and to understand, I get you. Mm-hmm. I'm not just trying to sell you something, right? My, I'm, I'm good. I'm good here. I want to support you and I want you to be able to step into this. And I knew that they needed to take a journey of Mm -hmm. understanding certain fundamental things about themselves, about me, and about this process before they formally step in. Mm -hmm. And so I knew, right, we need to cover this before we cover that. And I, I had the luxury of being able to teach for so many years. And so I had human beings to practice on. And so it was pretty easy relative, I think, to some other people to go, okay, this needs to come before that. Right. And this needs to come before that and to start putting it in an order that makes sense. I, I love that. And I love how if if you're paying attention as Michelle is talking, basically it's it's like the what you would do with the client. And I know this, having worked with Michelle and learned how to sell from Michelle, it it is all of the things and it's just breaking it down. And it almost sounds too easy in terms of, because what would I put in a book, right? That's a big question. What would I even include? And it's like, what do you mean? It's literally what you do with your people every single day. So Michelle, how did you for your own self, and this might've been like a mindset, body mindset kind of situation, like kind of get over that hump and just allow yourself to let it kind of be easy. And then I also want to talk about like, what was hard about it? Well, I mean, so many things were hard, were hard about it. And there were so many tears and so many, almost, like a chapter was missing at the end. I was like, I need another chapter here about X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I put it in quickly. But for me, I, and I know what's actually really wonderful about the work that you do is letting it be messy 
And that's a phrase we love to say in the Body Mind Coaching Program Mm -hmm. and uh, really coming into your embodiment and letting it flow from there. So once I got through, did that inner work, really an outline and a framework really helped me. So I am so um, scatterbrained and I have so many wonderful ideas that really focusing is really important to me now. And I've really realized I need to put up some roadblocks for myself because I have so many ideas. Yes, 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 yes. So, so I think it's a, like letting that mess come f- first, because what I hear is you didn't go straight to outline. There was a little bit of, let me just get into this. Let me feel my way forward. Let me get into my body. Let me get into my writing flow a bit. And then like, oh, okay, I see all the thousands of directions I could go in, right? And potentially in this book. But once you start to then create that shape for yourself, how did that, then what was the writing like after that? Once I created that shape, I was off to the races. I have a journalism background and I'm I think I'm better than the average person, at least on on hooks and teases for the next Mm -hmm. chapter. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed those. I also, you talk a lot about how are you going to feel when you have the book in your hand? Mm -hmm. And I thought a lot about how is the client, the reader going to feel? What are they going to experience? And I knew I needed to get them really fast at the beginning of the chapter, right? I needed a story to hook them and to to make my point through story. Mm -hmm. And then, and so each chapter is, has a wonderful story, not, not every chapter, but a wonderful story to make the point, right? And then I can kind of drive the point home through examples of personal experience of clients, and then I can tease the next chapter. So for me, I got better and better as I went as kind of knowing the formula a little bit while really thinking about how do I want that client to feel? What do I want them to be able to take away from this? And then that's making it a mix of entertainment a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And story as well as real life examples and making it really, really simple. One thing I really struggled with, Shana, and I'm sure you're able to help with this is need to focus on that chapter. You can pull in so many other things and then just keep spinning in circles. Yeah. And even still, I'm sure I could go through this book again and again and go, okay, this chapter is on right the the client yeah. coaching partnership, that container yeah. of support and get rid of the rest. Like it's so hard for me not to reference other things. Absolutely. Yeah. So really, yeah. I mean, I, I, every writer experiences this. Um, I, I'm experiencing it right now in one of my chapters of my current book that I'm working on. Um, and it's, it's almost the, um, it's a little, it can become a little bit of self-sabotage, right? Like a way to not finish (laughs) and yet you're still right. Like you're still doing the book thing. But it almost can become a, oh, well, let me, I need to get that quote from such and such who says this so well. Then you're diving down the rabbit hole, right, of like this source and do I want to cite it? And, oh, there's this term and I need to explain that. And it's like, okay, that might be for another thing, another book, another whatever. I always try to say, and I would say this even to my students, like you do not have to save the world with this one book or this one thing that you're writing, which really can be like, oh, okay. I can, because what we don't realize is 
almost every line, every paragraph is to a reader can be like mind blowing. And so there's a detriment kind of like in our own coaching programs. If we give too much and say and share too much, it's overwhelming. And it's actually going to do the opposite of what we think it's going to do when we go down those rabbit holes and bring in, you know, theories and sources and, you know, other examples and all that sort of thing. I completely agree. And I actually struggle with that a little bit in the coaching world is we're often citing science and research and people who are above us and better than us or whatnot. And that's wonderful. And science has its place. But what is, what is the famous quote? It's like a research confirms what common sense knows to be true. (laughs) We know this in our heart. We live it every single day. You can trust that and you don't need an expert to confirm it for you to know what you see every single day with your clients and, and, you know, and it's also great to quote some people here and there. That's no problem, of course. Yeah. But yeah, really, yeah it's trusting yourself a hundred percent and that this isn't, it's hard. Like I have no plans to write in. Yeah, that's not true. I kind of haven't plans, but it's okay <laughs> if this is, uh, this doesn't have to be like you said, the last book I ever write. This doesn't have to be perfection, a paragraph, a page, a chapter, if that impacts one person and the impact might not be right. It's I posted about my little boys. It might not be what you expect. And I think that's the beauty of writing a book or putting out a piece of material of any kind is the impact might be so different from what you had anticipated. Absolutely. And that leads me, I want to talk a little bit about um, audience because I think you do um, just in getting started in the book, you do a really good job, which I think can be intimidating sometimes when we start to write something like a book um, to think about our audience. And I've talked on the podcast about like, sometimes it can be really helpful and sometimes it can hinder you if you're constantly thinking about who, you know, is this, are they going to like this? But I'm going to read a little excerpt, um, as, as part of the, I think this is still in the intro. Yeah. Um, and so Michelle says this, and then I'm going to, I want you to talk about this. So she says, before you continue to read, I want to make it clear that this book isn't for everyone. It's not for those who are selling tangible goods like books, trinkets, or toilet plungers. This book is for people who coach, interact, and build relationships. It's for people who care about their energy and how they feel day to day. It's for those who know they need to make money and want to feel good about how they make their money. If you don't want to compromise your heart or your values to make money, then this book is for you. If you want to find success without sacrificing peace, you want to stop chasing clients and money, and you want to host effective heart-centered calls, you've come to the right place. So first, Michelle, how did it feel just hearing your words read back to you? So much fun. It's so much fun. It lives. It's real. In in the the introduction, I mentioned that I'm a tree hugger, right? For this tree hugging girl, I said this didn't feel good. And people are quoting that back to me when they reply. I know. And I'm like, these are the kinds of things you just can't can't anticipate. anticipate. No, that's what's so cool is like, you have no idea the impact. But what I love about this is this actually writers out there, potential writers out there, this actually really supported you, Michelle, I'm guessing in getting really clear for you. This is who I'm going to speak to in this book and making it clear like, hey, it's not I'm not trying to write for everyone. And the cool thing is the the mind meld is like, we think, oh, it's for everyone. And I always jokingly say, okay, is it for the four-year-old in preschool? Oh, well, no. Is it for your 91-year-old grandmother? Okay, no. So 
let's talk about what we mean, right? So I love how you do this. And then what has it been like to feel into this idea of audience? And, you know, I've witnessed, um, and please, everyone, we'll put in the show notes how to follow Michelle, but she has been doing some amazing, super intentional marketing of this book. So let's just talk about that, like audience and how that supported you in, in getting the word out about the book to really build your behind the scenes book people. Well, I am in my mid 40s right now. And there's this freedom, I think, that comes with your 40s where you're like, I'm going to do whatever the I want. Right. And I'm going to work with who I want. Right? I'm in a position to, to feel that. And ironically, when you say you, you're my person, you attract even more people. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yes. I was sharing that. I started marketing this book, right? I said, this is feminine approach to sales. This is about receiving, not chasing. And I shared, you know, these feminine ways of selling. And just like I did in that, in the book, I'm saying, I'm, I'm honing in on my target, right? This is ideally who I want to work with. But there's those outliers. There's those heart-centered men and who want to sell this way, right? There's all different kinds of people that go, no, this is amazing. And so when I speak to someone, I really attract people, you know, all over. And so that's kind of the ironic thing, I think, when you focus on who is, who's that person in front of you as you write that book, and maybe it is a 90-year-old grandma, right? And you think about her as she's sitting here in front of you, but you're going to attract the 45-year-old woman as well, right? Who's thinking, gosh, what's my life going to be like when I'm 90? And that's really been a beautiful beautiful thing to do is to just speak to that person and not try to people please. Right. And and you're my person, right? You're who I want to speak to. That heart-centered tree hugger that is not going to chase, is not going to compromise their heart or their integrity to sell to another human being and getting a yes at all costs isn't for them. And I'm like, hey, there's a better way to yes. Let me show you how. Yeah. What I love about you saying, and and I can hear it in your voice is like you, when you get lit up and like when you're sharing in the ways that light you up and as you're marketing it, it, it seems like you're having fun and you're doing it, you know, in a light way that feels really good for you. That's the energy you want to attract versus if you had gone into it. And I remember early phases of you writing this book, like kind of like, um, I'm not supposed to do this. Right. Or I'm not, you know, like what the shoulds, we kind of had some should banter back and forth sometimes. And I know a lot of my clients too, I think I'm supposed to do this. I should do that. And it's like, okay. I mean, we can hear those things and listen to those things and really coming back to like, what's going to feel really good. And as you've been doing posts and emails and, you know, just some things on your webpage, at least from my side, as a reader, as an ideal audience member, like, I've loved witnessing because I'm like, she just looks like she's so excited for herself about this book. And so I'm excited for, you know, for her about this book. And oh, yeah, by the way, it's going to help me with, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to help me with this very specific topic. Um, Does that? Yeah, it it ironically fell into this. I, I remember, you know, folks asking, is this a legacy book? No, I said, no, it's not a legacy book. What are you talking about? But it's almost become, and I was listening to you on the podcast talk about, you know, your legacy and and the program and the work that you do. This has become a 
legacy book in my own little way. Mm -hmm. It's my own little corner of the world sharing my experience with heart-centered sales and how I discovered it and who taught me, right? The people that informed this, the clients that it served. And I've released the outcome. Mm. And that feels great. That feels great. And the legacy is, we talk about who the impact is going to be that you hadn't anticipated. It's my three little boys. I was going to say, please share that story. It's my three little boys. Shana, I had no idea, and I'll get emotional (laughs) sharing this, but I had six set of eyes watching me this past year that saw me wake up early, that saw all the papers of the chapters around me, that saw me put it together, that saw me hide it from my husband because I didn't want his opinion. You know, they saw all of this from, you know, picking the cover to going, is this something I even want to keep doing? Mm -hmm. They saw that and I had no idea they were watching. My oldest son, I have three boys, Julian, Silas, and Miles. And he said, mom, I get the first book sign the first copy and you better give it to me. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't, who would have thought, who would have, how did I even know that was a thing, you know? And so the first book, before I even opened it, I inscribed it to him and I put it up on his bed, his bunk bed high up top. And he was so honored to be the very first one to get it. And then my middle son, which is, he's pretty precocious. His name is Miles. He's a wild child. He's reading it in the, and he's a very good writer. And uh, I've told you about him before. Right. And he's reading it in the back of my minivan and going, What? This is fantastic. You wrote this. This story is great. Like he's genuinely enjoying oh the story. That's amazing. And then the little guy, he's seven, was really kind of pissed that he was left out. Right. right. The other two got their book. And so a couple days later, I waited and I strategically left it on his bed with an inscription in it. And he's just learning how to read. So it was so sweet. He jumped on the bed, opened it up, gave me a big hug and started to attempt to read the book. And it's just so sweet that the impact I made was on those three little boys. And I had no idea that they would even care or were watching or anything. So I'm I'm done. I'm good. I know. I was going to say, like, does it even matter what happens next? (laughs) No. Every dollar spent, every hour spent was worth it for them to see. They had no idea this was possible. Mm. That you could publish a book and put it out there and their names are in it, you know, here and there and their stories. Um, So that was absolutely just divine. And Michelle, like, I, I... First, let's just tell everybody, when's the book officially out and the best way to grab it? Absolutely. The best way to get it is after March 7th on Amazon. You can also go to michellerockwood.com. You can grab a free chapter and get more information about it there as well. Okay. So now that we know that, once it comes out, like, what are you most looking forward to? You've already, like you said, you're like, I'm kind of already done. Like whatever happens is just like icing on the cake now. But what, what are you excited about when it really is out and people are grabbing it and responding and sharing and look at Michelle just was like, ah, she just crunched up. <laughs> I, I, so I might be excited about things that 
you might not think. I almost, uh, right now, I want to give you what I think you want as an answer. And what I'm actually excited about is more of the marketing. I've gotten into um, marketing and I am, I, I, I heard this this story about a woman who it's called seeding books where you like leave. Have you heard this? You leave a pile of books like in a yes. conference center or something yes. like that. Yes. I'm excited to surprise and shock and awe, right? I, that's right. what I'm excited about is to just leave the book on the desk, push it over and go, here I am over here. So it really allows me to stop chasing. I don't love the chasing energy of sales and I really teach how to avoid that, you know, and I don't want to prove anything to anyone. And that's what I'm looking forward to is just placing that book on the desk, right? And pushing it over and and sitting back saying, here I am. If you want support, if you want to learn how to sell heart-centered and unscripted, if you want to learn how to stop following up and start following through, if you want to show up and host sales calls you remember forever, I'm hanging out over here, but I'm not going to go chasing you. And here's where I am. And some of these fun marketing techniques, like I'm going to send it to some professors at university. I'm going to send it to just some people, you know, just, hey, here it shows up in the mail. What's going to happen? I don't know. Who right. knows? But I've released the outcome. And so I'm really excited for that. So I kind of surprises like, huh, yeah. what's this? Yeah. As you already said, and you're already experiencing, you cannot fully anticipate the impact, who's going to actually read it, who's going to get excited about it, what they're going to say. And it is really a, an amazing journey on that part of it. And so I'm excited. I know I will get to witness it firsthand. But I'm excited for everyone to get on the train. I I really love, please go to Michelle's website. We'll put everything in the show notes um, because you can really become like a part of the energy that she's creating. And it's just super fun. And I love that words are the foundation of it. Like, of course, that makes me happy. Super exciting. Um, Michelle, I always typically ask, like, when I do have people on, um, what do you, what would you love someone who's kind of like, well, I've got the tug, but should I write the book? Like, what would you love for them to know? I would say release the outcome and go for it. Yeah. I waited until three people, I have a rule of three. And if three people tell me to do something and you were one of them, Shana, you said, you got to write that book. And then the next week, another one of our colleagues, Carly, Carly Clark Zimmer said, you got to write that book. And then my brother, Lucas Rockwood said, you got to write that book. And I said, all right, shit, I'm writing the book. (laughs) So if you, your heart is tugged in whatever way, release the outcome. You never know who you're going to impact along the way. And if that person is you, fantastic. Mm, mm-hmm. You're going to impact you. Absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest impacts is, is that deepening relationship with yourself. I mean, it is literally taking the inside and putting it on the outside. Absolutely. And it's vulnerable and it's painful and it's all the things, but I, it's worth it 100%. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming and talking with us. I cannot wait to continue to support this book. We will share everything will be in the show notes. So check it out. Um, Joyful Selling coming out March 7th, right? And oh my goodness. Thank you so much. So good to speak with you, Michelle. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Shana. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.